I am so excited to have one of my favorite guests back on. This is my dear friend, Lindsay House, and you probably remember her from episode 60, which was summer of 2021, going into the summer, summer shift, getting our kids back home and getting back into routine. And then she was my very first guest on episode 10 about finding time for ourselves as moms and making that time for ourselves. Today, she is going to share with us so much good wisdom about taking care of ourselves on the inside so we can build up our confidence. Lindsay is the author of the book, Direction Not Perfection, and the host of the podcast by the same name, Direction Not Perfection. She is also a nutrition and fitness expert working with a focus in accountability coaching, private training, surgical and non-surgical weight management. And she is also incredibly passionate about rewriting the rules to what success should feel like in the health and fitness world. Lindsay House runs a powerhouse community where her goals are to help her members thrive, not just survive. She wants her family, clients, and friends to be the best version of themselves and hold high priority over the goals that will keep their health top of mind. Just like Lindsay does with her own clients, I know you are going to leave this episode feeling like she has taught you how to take more action and reach more of your goals. Come along, friend. Let's grow. You know those days where you just feel so overwhelmed and tired from all the busy and you just want to multiply the time you do have to create more time for intentional words and family dinners and quality time together? And do you just need to know that you really can keep your family close and your faith strong in today's world? Welcome to Families That Stick Together. Just step right over the random pile of clothes, turn right past the paper still out from last week's school project, maybe don't look at the sink, and make yourself at home, friend. I'm your host, Jennifer, wife to my high school sweetheart, mama four, and creator of Together Moments, where we took our same worries and figured out the answer to slowing down, keeping family time a priority, and creating deep connection through solid communication, even among all the busy. The answer is to gather moments, and we want to come alongside your family as you lay your foundation. If you're ready for time to slow down, intentional moments to overflow, and all of this to feel easy in your real life, then welcome, friend. With your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee, I can't wait to spend my time with you. And now, my mom, who loves to steal Nutella out of the pantry, Jennifer Zumbiel. Hello, Lindsay. Welcome back to Families That Stick Together. I am so excited for you to be here, and I'm sure our listeners were pumped to see your name back on the schedule. (laughs) Oh, Jennifer, I love our time together. Thank you so much for inviting me back. Oh, of course. I love it, too. And you were you were my very first guest interview, Lindsay, episode two, <laughs> which is so great. We talked about just giving yourself more time and making time for yourself and just really protecting that. And you were on episode 60. It was a summer shift series episode where we needed to talk about getting back in our rhythms. And so you are long overdue to be back here, girl. What, what episode are we on right now? I should know this. Yeah, you, well, episode 
in the one sixties. Cause I'm not sure when I'm dropping this one. Sure. True. I am truly honored and congratulations because that is no small feat to be in the one sixties. Like we're talking years in now and I love, love your show. I truly like gain my motivation and inspiration every time that I feel like I have an upstream moment, whether that's like kids and cell phone usage or feeling distracted, those moments where I'm like, why am I just not clicking at the moment? I pull up a together moments, whether that's your stickers or whether that's your families that stick together podcast. Like I use you and I can tell if it's been too long in between using you. So thank you for what you do. Oh, thank you, Lindsay. That's really sweet. That is so encouraging to me and just really nice that you would even say that. But I, I feel the same way about you. I mean, people can just listen to your voice and feel the authenticity in it. And you, you have your own a podcast as well, Direction Up Perfection. And you have also had tons of episodes. So I congratulate you for that as well. You're an inspiration to me, but your episodes, when someone sits on yours, they hear exactly what you just said to me, just you're such a cheerleader and a motivator and you bring a light to the room, even if you're over the podcast airwaves. So thank you for that. Goodness, thank you. I have like shells and tears all at the same time. Thank you. Oh, well, we are getting really <laughs> lovey on this episode. Today, love but, over. but this is great because we are talking about taking care of ourselves with stopping the negative talk and increasing confidence. And I, you shared on your own podcast, Lindsay, a few weeks ago, a talk you gave at a health retreat, you were a guest speaker at, and it was all about overcoming negative self-talk. I, I think this is a topic we need to bring up on here more on my show and really any podcast that is speaking to moms, but we moms can feel dragged in a million directions on most days. We go, go, go. And then we feel like we hit a point sometimes where we're failing at everything. And the negative self-talk begins. It can be a downward spiral, spiral for some of us. And I would love for you to just start sharing about this. Yes, this is such an interesting one to me because I feel like we could dive into a specific example or nitty gritties, but I'm going to take a broad, broad perspective of it at the moment. I was actually giving this talk with another motivational speaker, mindset coach that I really respect, Robin Sachs, and she was starting to go into how confidence and stress are on this teeter-totter, the seesaw of like and this is all going to tie back into self-talk because we think that we need to change the self-talk, but it might be more about the stress and the confidence. When our stress is up, our confidence is down. And when our confidence is up, our stress is down. And so what if we thought about tackling the stress component, it might feel like a little more tangible to somebody than saying, change your self-talk. 
Because what often happens with changing our self-talk, people jump straight to mantras or like we should be looking at ourselves. I think there was like a really funny TikTok on this, a little girl that's standing on her bathroom counter going, you're wonderful, you're beautiful, you're going to go conquer this day. Like that's what I think people have the visual of changing your self-talk looks like. And that's a very humorous visual. And what I love it if all of us could just rock out compliments for ourselves all day long, a hundred percent. Yes. But the reality, the truth is, is if, if, if we're going from someplace of I'm not worthy, I'm lazy, I'm fat. I can't believe I didn't do that. Like our, our self-talk to ourselves is normally pretty hard. It's pretty hardcore. We'd never say it to somebody else. And so for us to jump from I'm lazy to I'm wonderful or I'm fat to I'm beautiful. That is a really big chasm that exists there that we need to reduce that for it to be believable for our brains. Because if it can't be believable to the brain, then we don't really have a faith that we're ever going to shift, that we're ever going to get to that more positive spot. So I kind of like to leave your listeners with some some goals behind this, like what's something I can do today to change? The today to change would be catching yourself in the moments of when you're saying something negative to yourself. Maybe today and next week and the following week might be just awareness. Just the pure fact of taking that mindful moment to go, wow, I just said something negative to myself again. And you can even start to count them up a little bit. Like I'm at no less than 10 to 20 negative comments to myself in a day. Because once we have that awareness, then it's that next baby step of how do I start to change that? And that starts to look like we need to give others a little more grace. There is this theory, and this is like psychologically, uh, there's research behind this, that when we, it's a projection theory of thinking. When we project a thought onto somebody else, and this would be an example, like let's say somebody's eating this big bowl of ice cream and our first thought out of our, our first thing out of our mouth would be, I can't believe they're eating that. The projection part is, is that we actually would be saying that to ourselves. If we sat down to that big bowl of ice cream, it would be, I cannot believe I'm sitting here eating this. And so it's easier to shift our thoughts towards others. So instead of saying, I can't believe they're eating that, we'd be saying something more like, hmm, that's interesting. They chose a big bowl of ice cream. Like you're trying to take out any negative connotation with there and make it more of an observation or um, yeah, basically just an observation. So that's like a really gentle way. So first we did awareness and now we're doing a gentle shift of our own thoughts towards others. And what you can see we're doing, Jennifer, is we're like making these small micro shift changes that ultimately one day we go, oh, I just treated myself differently, but I didn't set out to do that. I didn't do this big bang change of, I want to start talking wonderfully to myself. Nope. We did it really small. And then all of a sudden one day we're not as hard on ourselves. Does that make sense? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. It's so good. I, I love there's a couple things I want to take out of here. I love how you first explained to us confidence versus stress and how it's on this seesaw type of thing and how that makes so much sense. And that already, um, I think, 
gives me so many real life examples in my head of where we think we're lacking confidence, but really it's just the stress. Like, um, I don't know. I'm going to use an everyday thing, like saying, I, I can't, I cannot keep up with this. I can't keep up when you're looking at the laundry piles for six people in the family and you just like hit a wall and that's all you keep saying. And you say it out loud. Like you walk in and you see, and you're like, I I can't do this. I just, it's not happening. And maybe the reason it's not happening is actually because, you know, if we, if we talk about the stress part, like I planned too many activities this weekend and I said yes to too many things, or I didn't get enough sleep or like I'm adding these stresses that could easily be extracted from my day if I were more aware. So if I, if that stress is gone, then maybe I would have stayed up. I can just see this as a big chain reaction. And then my confidence of getting that laundry done is totally switched because either there's a pile there, but I have more margin in my day to get it done or the pile's not there because every action I took leading up to it and the decisions I made to eliminate some stress meant that the pile didn't get that large. That is a real scenario that I have struggled with as far as feeling defeated for a lot of motherhood. (laughs) It's a big deal. And it's, you said chain reaction. I'm going to say ripple. There's so many other examples like that in motherhood and in life that, man, we get one ripple going the right direction and it works for us and we get it going in the wrong direction and we can feel really defeated, depleted fast. So it's like protecting. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think if we go with the ripple analogy here, like what you said, thank you for saying that we don't need to tell ourselves like, you know, if I say, oh, I look so terrible in this outfit. Well, instead of saying I'm beautiful today, I feel beautiful when my hair is actually greasy and I didn't like, I just am not going to convince myself I'm beautiful today, but I could say you actually painted your nails today. And that looks really pretty. Like that feels so doable. And I keep saying the word real, but you and I have talked about this a lot, Lindsay, that we, we don't like the fakeness. Like, just tell me that you're a real person living the same struggles as me instead of acting like you've got it all together. Right. And so thank you for telling us just take it step by step and tell yourself your nails look pretty because it'll be a ripple effect where tomorrow maybe you'll compliment yourself about your earrings or you're really good at choosing outfits that go together or whatever. Right. And, and for any listeners who are going, you know, I'm struggling with this with my kids where we can be telling them in the moment, just tell yourself you're God's child. Like, yes, that feels good, but sometimes it helps to layer in I'm God's child. And he gave me these legs that are helping me like run really fast at soccer or I'm God's child. And I just feel like we can, we have to kind of keep layering things in that feel a little more real because if anyone else out there, which I know your audience is, is raising children that we can't do it to ourselves and we can't do it to our children. It's like, it's really easy to be like, but you're beautiful, but you're, you know, and keep going with all their amazing qualities. But if they're not believing it in that moment, or it's not resonating with what they want to believe, 
then we have to get a little sneakier with like how we, how we approach that. So I think this goes great into the next thing I wanted to ask you about. You talk a lot about just taking the next right step. And you said in one of your recent email newsletters, this, I ask this of my clients all the time to quit overthinking the process and just take the next right step. The next right step will open the next right door. If we need to close doors along the way, so be it. But we will never know if we don't try. Please use this phrase or this quote that you already spoke to just speak motivation into all of us to just keep going, whether it's a health goal or teaching our children virtues or reaching for a dream or just tackling that laundry pile. No. Okay. I'm going to go the nutrition fitness just because that one is a little easier for me to start, but I definitely have some kid examples with this too and parenting, but the next right step for a lot of us, it is overwhelming to think what we should be doing in the day. All of our shoulds don't should on yourself that I should be working out. I should be cooking from my own kitchen. We should be eating around the table. We should, should, should. So the next right step means if today in your, this day where you know you have sports and you know you have school and homework, you're like, I could fit in a walk during soccer practice once I drop kids off. That's that next right step. And we don't know if that walk at soccer practice is going to ultimately end up. And I'm just going to use weight loss as an example. We're fighting for weight loss. If we were banking on that walk to provide weight loss, we might never do the walk because we're going to say 20 minutes. Does that really even matter? And we'll talk ourselves out of it before we even get started. So the kind of way that I, that I like to think about it is we took the walk, we gathered a little key. If we're in a video game, it'd be like grabbing that key that gets to, we move on to the next level. We get to open a new door. And that new door was, you know what, that walk made me thirsty. Now I just drank more water than I would have in a normal day. And it opened another opportunity. And that's how it keeps going. And then we collect the next key, the next door opens. And maybe because we took the walk and we drank more water, we slept better that night. And the next day we feel more energies, more energized. We're in a better brain spot. And back to that word ripple or chain reactions that's how they keep coming is we don't, we don't know, or we don't need to know what that step is providing. And I think that's where most of us get really stuck is that if we're saying my goal is my goal is to lose weight and I need to drink water right now. Why? And how is that going to make me lose weight? I need to eat out of my kitchen, but my food that I'm preparing out of my kitchen, isn't the healthiest. Why is that going to help me lose quit? thinking that way. Just say, this is a healthy step. It's going to benefit me. And I know it will. I'm going to have faith that it will. And then it will be revealed what the next right step will be. And, and then we're also going to know if we've been banging down one door and we've been like, let's say pounding the pavement, we've been running and training for a marathon and wanting that weight loss to happen. And all of a sudden we're like, my knees hurt. I'm not losing weight. If this isn't working. Then feel free to shut the door too. It wasn't a good, like that's where our gut and our intuition come into play and that we really have to listen to that and and know when to close and start something fresh too. But I'm going to just start with a small kid example with this too, because I think as parents, we know ultimately what we would like our children, you know, their, our family values, what we would like to align within our family. And 
it's easy to jump to end picture when we're dealing with the day-to-day, right? And so like one of my current examples is I think we might've overcommitted a little bit with sports this season. And one of my daughters is going from two basketball practices a day because they do it before school and after school. And then I pick her up and we go to soccer and it's been a little rough for us. And every part of me as mom wants to be like, we did too much polar. And then there's my other part of me that I'm like, no, we finish everything. Like you have to finish. We're not, you cannot quit. We can look back at the end of this season and say it was too much and make different decisions later. But like, we have to, so my next right step for me is making sure we complete the season so that then we'll have all those discussions. But what I want to do right now is pull her from something. And you can probably relate on this a lot too, Jennifer, but it's just like, I know that that next right step is, is right because it will open. I will gain my key to open that next door. That's going to be something more beautiful for her in life. Cause she understands the completion of something really hard but it's not what I want to do right now. There'd be an easier way to get to a little more like calm in our household. I know that we all want our kids to grow up with these same lessons learned. We want them to realize that building their confidence will decrease their stress levels and decreasing their stress levels will naturally increase their confidence. And I know that we want these lessons taught to them in easy ways. We want them to show up in our parenting. We want them to just pop up in these teachable moments during the day. And one way I know that you guys can do this on a regular basis in the small moments you already have is through your strong open communication. And it doesn't have to be hard. You can make it so easy on yourself. And one way you can do that is with our Together note cards. They are perfect for dropping that sweet note to your child on an adorable card with a sweet little drawing and a unique prompt that is made just for them. You choose your card, you just leave it wherever you want. And today, Lindsay's gonna show you an example of speaking the words to yourself. So when you want that strong open communication and you want it to happen natural and you want to know you are building all these good values in your children and you are having these conversations, grab a Together note card or a Together sticker and you can pick these up at togethermoments.com for your family. This bonus question with Lindsay comes to us from our Together note cards. And since we are talking about being more confident in ourselves and eliminating those stresses when we can and taking the next right step, Lindsay, I'd love to know one thing you'd say to your own self for this prompt from one of our note cards. It says this, here are some beautiful ways I've watched you grow lately. I think that I need to just stay vulnerable with your audience because my current growth has been a little difficult. I I had moved in the last three years and that when I first got here and then it was COVID that there, I kind of was giving myself some grace and permission not to over sign up for things, whether that's something as simple as room mom or, you know, PTO or anything like that. But this season, I was feeling that nudge of, okay, you've had your reprieve and now it's time to say some yeses. Um, my, both my girls are on club soccer teams and they both needed a team manager this year. And so I was like, well, if I'm going to do one, I might as well do both. And though this kind of seems silly, but it's like an hour to two hours in my day, some weeks. It's, it's a huge commitment. 
and I work, as you know, and you know, like all other moms nodding their heads going and, and, and. Lots of hats in the day. So the reason why I'm telling you this is because one, I've grown because I'm pushing myself out of a comfort zone, that I'm doing something that has a lot of organizational skills in it. And, and of course, and there's a lot of people involved, both from coaching and parents. And I had to really ask for grace this last weekend. I was getting ready to walk out the door to go to our soccer game and we print off these things called match cards. And as I go to print it off, I'm like, our game doesn't exist. Where's our game? Why is it not on the schedule? So I'm frantically like looking back through emails and looking back through text and I never clear the game off of our schedule. <laughs> was that was you know like my team is literally like getting ready to jump in their cars and get to so i'm i had to like frantically literally text every parent send it out on our team chat um and then kind of show up at practice with my tail between my legs of this moment of this is all new to me i feel like i'm kind of drinking from a fire hose on like it's a lot of fast learning and i don't know what i don't know but the bottom line is is i'm really sorry it would have felt really so much easier to blame it on why didn't the coach check it? Why didn't the club manager see that there was a game and we didn't have a field or a ref or blah, blah. But at the end of the day, it was totally me and I need to own it. And it felt good to show up. I was like, I have to show up at the next practice and show face because I really, I'm an ostrich in the sand, head in the sand, sometimes of like avoidance a little bit. And, and then it was wonderful because people gave so much grace. And it was, I, I always think when that happens that it's such a learning moment too, where we're like, wow, thank you. Thank you. People pleasantly surprised and it was bad scenario turned, you know, into learning and I got to watch myself grow. Not that I want to. Oh, thank you so much for being so honest. I, for one, think that's so good to hear that other people are making the same problems in their day for themselves as we feel like, am I the only one, you know, as we're all doing, but we feel like we're the only one doing. And I will also add that um, I know that one of my daughters, that happened to one of them, but I'll tell you, I forget. I don't even remember the situation. You're probably like, oh my gosh, no one will ever forget, forgive me for this or forget that this happened. I totally forget. I don't even remember this situation. And I think it might've even been like last fall <laughs> where we showed, I think we even went to the field and they said, sorry, the game wasn't actually scheduled. It was a mistake or something, but it hurts so bad, but what a joy to see people offer you that forgiveness and that grace and just know that it, it's okay. It's okay. Isn't it funny? Like I would give that grace so much faster than what I was expecting in return. I don't know what I, I just, I, that, I, I think we all need to go through some of that to be like, interesting, you know, thank you. Cause I would give it, I'd give it in a heartbeat, but yeah. Mm. And I think yeah. that is the point that maybe we can all grow from your experience as well, where it says, how have you grown lately? Maybe it's that, that we need to offer more of what we know we give someone else to ourselves. Oh, a hundred percent. Yes. Lindsay, you were just talking about gaining your key. Oh my goodness. I love that. I love that so much. It makes so much sense. It was like a little light bulb went off for me in just the journey of feeling tired and exhausted and like you can't keep up. And you were talking about 
feeling stuck, but having that ability to gain your key by just making one next move. And it feels so like easier. That just feels like a big weight off our shoulder for you to give us the permission. So thank you for saying that. And you also said it's okay to close the door too. If that's not working out, it's, it's okay. Yeah. I think that sometimes that can be just as powerful as taking the next right step as knowing when to let something come off of your plate, because a lot of us view that as quitting or failing. And And sometimes it's this, that's where our next success can come from is the removing of. So I, and it all comes down to, again, it's like trusting your gut and your intuition that you actually know the right answer and, but we need to be quiet enough to sit in it, to hear it, because if we're just busy, busy, busy all the time, then it's really hard to to hear it come to us. And I, and again, as a group of moms who are probably listening, like we're human beings, we're not human doers. I know we need to be human doers often, but we've got to build in the rest and reprieve time as well. Yeah. I've heard you say that before human beings, not human doings. I love that. This leads so well into the next thing. I know you love quotes as much as I do, Lindsay, and we love them to create teachable moments. And so I have two quotes of yours that I want to bring up that will help us just along this path of taking the next right step and being more confident. This is the first one. It says, or you said, you posted this, you're always one decision away from a totally different life. When I read that on your, that's in your Facebook community, Facebook group Mm -hmm. community that you just started. And it's white letters on a black background. And it just hit me. I was like, Ooh, yes, I am just one decision away from a totally different life. What, what am I going to do today that could just launch me in a totally different direction? Yes. And so first of all, it's not my quote. It's just one I like to use. So just in case anyone's out there going, I've already heard that. (laughs) Um, It goes back to our next right step and just having faith that it's going to bring something. I'm even with business, you know, you and I both are at a season of life where our businesses are, are there for us, but like our family's very there. And it's just making sure that priorities go in the right directions. And the, the one of the mm-hmm. things that I think with this is when I set out, I wrote a book direction, not perfection. And I thought that that was going to be like, I just would love to have a book on my shelf. And then, you know, we'll see what comes from that thinking that it was the book that I, that was needed, but the book led to, so that's door number one door open number two to the podcast, which is now direction, not perfection. And it's the podcast that feeds my soul daily like you and I were talking about, it's our voice on a mic that our kids can hear one day. They can hear our intention. They can hear our love. And if God forbid, we're not here to be speaking over them in person. We have recorded messages for them. There's so much about it plus business that is now like, oh, wow. I never even could have dreamed that I was out fighting for that when I started the book. But I had to take the next right step or I had to make that one decision that day that led to something different, which is what that quote's about. But again, it always comes with, you can't, you can't know what the end result's going to look like. Ultimately, we can have an idea, but it's normally different. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, I was getting choked up with you saying that about the podcast. It is, it's, 
so beautiful to see where God places us just from one decision we make. And I, I think that, you know, on this journey as families, you get placed in one neighborhood. We can all relate to this or one street or wherever we go. And we have no idea why we're there. And then we see who it leads us to with neighbors. And I think we can understand all this when we think of that term of our family, but that any decision we make can create our life in a different way. And we have to be deliberate and intentional about what those decisions are because it can lead us down multiple paths. And this goes with your next quote, which you've been saying, we've said this a lot, but this is the one that launched your whole mission. It's the title of your book and your podcast. Like you said, direction, not perfection. Why don't you end with that, with this wonderful talk about just increasing our confidence, building the life we dream of, but doing it day by day in all our little steps and all the normal, regular moments that might seem seem boring and not significant to everyone else, but they they really are. Those choices every single day, whether we're wipe, wiping sticky hands or closing a business deal, it all matters. So talk to us about direction, not perfection real quick to close this out. Guys, I just feel like I want all your listeners to just take a deep breath for a minute and inhale. And as you exhale, think about if you weren't fighting for perfection, weren't fighting for what you, and by the way, perfection is the problem with it is it's very individualized of how we view it and think about it. So like it's our own perception of when we look on social media and somebody else is living the perfect life, that's it's not perfect. It might be your version of what you think perfect is or your version of what you think perfect is in your business or your version of what you think perfect is in health. And why I say direction, not perfection is because the direction piece is the little by little by a little becomes a lot. Like if we keep walking in the right direction and we can take turns, you know, like we're allowed to go off the path a little or, or make a new path, but we're still always ultimately heading towards, again, I keep saying this, but what's aligning in our values. And as long, as long as we understand what we're ultimately fighting for, then that direction part will keep leading us that direction. And we can take away that it's okay if it wasn't perfect today, but I'm going to go right back at it tomorrow and keep fighting for it because I know I ultimately want that. And that comes with the word resilience too. Like resilience is the capacity to overcome hardship quickly. And so when I think about heading in a more straight and narrow direction, I think that our capacity, our resilience is easier because we know exactly where to jump back on more quickly versus if somebody doesn't even ultimately know what they're fighting for, we're kind of all over the place. Our direction is arrows going in all directions. We want our arrows to at least be heading North, even if it's Northeast, you know, it's, we, we have that idea. So I hope that kind of paints a clearer picture. Oh gosh. Yes. I'm so thankful you were here because as you guys know, listening, Lindsay's her passion is taking everything that she has learned in her nutrition, dietitian training, and bringing it as a health accountability coach to her clients, her podcast listeners, and make sure that for those who feel like they, they know they want this way of life, but they can't get there, she really hel- helps you push towards it. And you can hear in just 
your whole philosophy, Lindsay, and your approach to everything is that you strive to get your clients there. You want them to hit their health goals, but not to fit into some pants or to look good for some wedding or something, but so that they can believe more in themselves. And that transformation you make and your clients is beautiful. Thank you for bringing that to our podcast today in just the everyday mom life. But I want everyone to know that they should go to your Facebook community. Definitely join that to feel accountable to just everything we talked about on here, to being confident in your health and wellness journey. But also that's a ripple effect into every other part of your journey because you can use all those skills everywhere you're growing in your health and wellness, that part of your life to transfer it to everything else that you are working on in your life. I forgot to ask you our one question, Lindsay, that I've asked every guest before you tell them exactly where to go connect with you. But tell us one thing helping your family stick together right now. I'm literally going to sound like a paid advertisement for you. (laughs) And that is not my intention, but I'm telling you every time we're feeling a little disconnected or running in all directions, I mandate a dinner at the table and we pull out your conversation stickers. And it might, depending on how much time we have, if we're trying to get off to homework or bed, it might only be two stickers or we stick two on each person's hand and go through and do each person's two. But every time we leave the table, even my husband looks at me and he's like, I'm so glad we did that. And I'm like, I agree. And that's where I think you are pouring so much love and inspiration over not only your community, but your rippling too, girl. Oh, thank you for that. And I will send you that Venmo drop in a few minutes. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Thanks for the advertisement. No, I appreciate that. You know, I, I know that you guys use the together stickers. You're such a loyal fan and have been encouraging me all along, but I appreciate you telling me that because it's so neat then to sit and think, oh, Lindsay's family's peeling the stickers right now and they're using this. And, you know, I have no idea how that's touching people. So thank you for that. Yes. And my challenge to your listeners today is if you have purchased and they are just sitting there, use them, use like, just commit to one time this week, you're going to bring them in the car or you're going to bring them to dinner wherever it fits for your family. Because once we got started on them, uh, guilty, We, I think they did sit in our drawer for like six months. My sister-in-law had given them to us. And, and then once we got going on them, now we don't stop. Now it's like no brainer. So my challenge to listeners, again, jump on Jennifer's website, or if you already have purchased, commit to using them this week and just see what that does for your family. But thank you for asking about where people can find me. You can come to my website at healthaccountabilitycoach.com. And that's where I do host my podcast there. I have freebies for you, like meal planning worksheets and different recipe ideas and accountability calendars. So lots of freebies for you and a little place where you can ask questions. So if you're ever just like, hmm, I'm just curious about this. I'm pretty good about getting back to everybody individually. And then that Facebook community that Jennifer was mentioning, it's a great place. I feel like I just want to keep holding open conversation. Kind of like if you walked out of today's conversation with Jennifer and I, you could pop over to the Facebook community 
And if you had questions or if you just wanted to talk more about anything, that's where we can carry it over and have more casual conversation. So in that, if you come to healthaccountabilitycoach.com, there'll be a pop-up that will invite you over to the Facebook. Awesome. Well, thank you for creating that community. I'm really, really excited to watch it grow because I think it's going to be a beautiful place where, yes, I can see the engagement starting and it's going to be awesome. Thank you for creating that for us. And thank you for being here and sharing all your wisdom. And I know I am going to end this episode with so much confidence. I already feel so confident, Lindsay. And in so many different things I can do in the rest of my, the moves I'm going to make for today with our own family. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. If you love what you're gathering through these episodes, please screenshot, tag us, share with friends, and leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give us. It is so encouraging, and together we can help grow stronger families. Be sure to follow us at Together Moments on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a DM. Check out all our incredible games and tools and your free family resources at togethermoments.com. As always, Take time to gather, together to grow, and speak the words that matter.